Welcome to the Everyday PM podcast, the podcast where we discuss project management principles for your everyday life. My name is Ann Campia, and I am a certified program project manager for about a decade now, and I'm happy to welcome back to the pod, Mr. Brian Summons, who you may have remembered from a previous episode we did on remote work and how COVID and the pandemic has impacted that. Brian, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and coming back on to join me for today's topic. Thanks for having me on, Ann. Now, before we reveal what the topic is, Brian, please take a minute to introduce yourself to our listeners. Thanks for that uh, opportunity, Ann. So my name is Brian Summons. I'm also a certified project program manager. Currently, I'm working in the information technology space, uh, specifically in healthcare. And I've got experience um, I guess, across multiple industries, um, sports and entertainment, oil and gas, as well as information technology. That's awesome. And that's part of the reason why I'm excited to introduce this topic with you and this kind of new format that we're going to test out on the Everyday PM podcast today, which is a la the playbook of ESPN's Pardon the Interruption, right? For those of you who are sports fans and have ever seen an episode of PTI, they do this rapid fire of, of topics, uh, anything sports related, any trends and things like that. They just rapid fire go through it. So I thought, Brian, for this week's podcast, it would be fun to go through the six project management trends emerging in 2021. Now, there was an article written by Tim Stobierski um, on July 8, 2020, and it was published in Northeastern University's graduate blog on project management. Now, there are six trends that are listed here, and I think you've had a chance to preview it, so have I. And so what we'll do today is we'll set a timer for three minutes. So that gives us about a minute and a half each to just talk through our thoughts on the topic, debate them, and before we move on to the next trend. And just rapid fire, go through these 2021 emerging trends and just see where we, where we net out. I mean, how do you feel about that, Brian? Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Interested to see your perspective and, and others, our listeners, their perspective on these trends as well. Yeah. And just to keep it very, you know, transparent, Brian and I have not really disclosed what we're going to talk about today in terms of our, our feelings on each of these trends. So it should be fun to just have that reveal um, happen as we go through each of these trends. So why don't we get started? I am going to set the timer for everybody. Hopefully you can hear this uh, loud ding when we are done with each topic. We'll go through each of them and give our thoughts. So here we go. All right. So starting with the first emerging trend is greater reliance on digital and remote teams. So while the prevalence of remote work was already on the climb, the onset of COVID-19 forced an unprecedented shift. In an effort to protect workers and slow the spread of the virus, organizations across the globe have adopted new work-from-home policies that favor digital communication over face-to-face -face interaction. It's estimated that up to half of the U.S. workers are now telecommuting and that this trend will likely continue even after the pandemic subsides, which will present unique challenges for project managers. Brian, your thoughts. My thoughts on this is I'm totally in agreement that this is the new trend. This is going to be the new standard going forward. I think even as organizations say, you know what, we're going to bring people back to the office. 
it's going to be forever shifted the way that we execute projects, the way that we engage our stakeholders. I personally hope that my organization uh, facilitates an opportunity for us to leverage these things that we've perfected, um, largely being, you know, remote meetings. Uh, how many times have we crammed into a conference room and, you know, we scramble to get there, we got stragglers, True. then everybody's got to kind of calm down and get back on topic. And then, you know, we've spent 10 to 15 minutes kind of getting the meeting started versus, you know, you log on to Teams or whatever uh, digital platform you're using and you get kind of right into business. You might exchange pleasantries here or there, but it's, it's going to be a lot more efficient, I, I believe. Uh, even when we're in the office, there's probably going to be some opportunity where we're going to have to limit the, the number of people in conference rooms and things like that. So I see this trend sticking around uh, well past 2021 and then to 2022 or, or even possibly 2023. So Brian, I, I tend to agree to disagree with you there. I think I think you you threw out two words that are uh, variables here, which is hope and believe. <laughs> and I think for many of us, we hope and believe that we will be able to you know continue to re- remote work forever. But I think you've got larger companies like Google and Facebook who I believe have go- gone out and said, yes, our workers will be able to re- uh, remote work indefinitely. But then you have other companies, right? Like Amazon, for example, who have thrived in providing essential services during this pandemic. And part of that work has to be in person. And so I think when you look at kind of these larger overarching companies who usually are the ones who kind of lead the trends for other companies in terms of whether they choose to do remote work permanently or halftime or whatever that may be, I think um, it, it's to, it's TBD. So that's why I'm on the fence with the first trend. I do agree that there is a greater reliance on digital and remote teams, I think. And every company has been pressed to figure out what that means for them and what that platform could be and how they are able to operate remotely. I, it, we were just forced to do it, right? So I think um, in, this, in this stage of this trend, I am still kind of on the fence about it. So I think we'll see. I think 2021 is the right place to put this trend though. All right. Well, that leads us to our second trend, which is a closer connection between projects and strategy. Project management is more than just a tool for carrying out discrete goals. The uh, framework is now also being applied to broader strategy and initiatives. One of the big trends that we're seeing right now is a focus on program and portfolio management and how that is a mechanism for us executing the strategy and managing the strategy in an organization. So for our second trend, I will go ahead and kick us off. And I feel that this trend uh, was coming up in 2020, really, maybe even years before that. I I think 2021 will only propel it even further to be a uh, very major trending topic for project management in terms of being able to connect the work you're doing as project managers and applying that to the overarching business strategy, right? So, um, but I think that hinges on on a few things here, Brian. I think it hinges on, um, I think my biggest concern is finding skilled workers who can make that connection, Because in my experience, I feel like in order to cultivate the skill, you have to be at the company for some time to understand what the company's strategic vision is, what are the drivers of that strategic vision, and then you need to be able to connect that 
to the work that you're doing, you know, on a day-to-day as a project manager, executing projects, making sure that teams are moving forward. So I, there's, there's some experience that has to go along with being able to play into this trend of a closer connection being between projects and strategy. And while I believe it is trending up, I don't know that it is, it will come to fruition for a lot of companies in 2021. That's just where I stand on this. Well, I I, kind of agree with you, but I think it goes back really to the culture of the organization because I believe um, that strategy and that thought process behind connecting projects with strategy is based off of culture. So if you create a culture where your projects, your vision, all of these things are in alignment as they should be, um, I don't think that there is a a bigger gap that you have to bridge uh, versus implementing projects that may not be a part of the the vision or strategy you, you'll see a lot of waste there. So mm-hmm. I think the example is, you know, there's always this percentage of IT projects that fail and always bring it back to technology, right? Um, I think there's the stat where it says, you know, 90% of IT projects fail, right? And here's the reasoning behind it. I think largely it's just due to connecting the, the projects with the strategies. And I've seen it in my experience when the strategy and the vision of the business aligns with the project, you get people moving in the right direction. And I think a prime example of that is the Phoenix project, right? You look at that project and that was a direct connection to something that was a strategy of the U.S. government. And that's how uh, you got people so motivated to finish that project so quickly and it's now it's in the history books as a as a project that everybody's trying to model, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I can see that. I can see that. All right. Let's well, let's move on now to the third project management trend, which is project management and change management. The emergence of the novel coronavirus has forced many organizations to embrace substantial change initiatives while also completing previously existing projects. Project managers are now frequently left managing not only their own projects, but the organization's change initiatives as well. 63% of organizations conduct projects that include at least some form of change management. The same report indicates that only 30% of these organizations believe their change management capabilities are very, quote unquote, or extremely, quote unquote, effective. Brian? Wow, that's a low percentage of 30%. (laughs) Um, But I totally agree with this trend. I I think that there needs to be more focus on um, change management as an element of project management. And I know that, you know, USC has incorporated it into um, their curriculum. You're seeing um, PMI, which is kind of the gold standard for project management, also leveraging change management a lot more. And um, I've noticed even more just correspondence, uh, more reading material available on change management as it continues to kind of push its head out. And I I would challenge these numbers um, very quickly because organizations are finding the value in having that strategic framework in place to manage change. And every project is gonna bring some change. 
Um, That's our vehicle for for driving change in organizations. So I I think those numbers will increase very quickly uh, in the coming years. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think change management is prevalent now more than ever. I mean, Christina and I spoke about it in our previous pod, right? It's so very important to understand and have an organization that buys into change management. So to say 63% of organizations conduct projects that include at least some form of change management, I actually think that is low too. I think that could actually be a higher number. The number that is more interesting to me, which you called out, Brian, is that 30% of these organizations believe their change management capabilities are very or extremely effective. I actually agree with that. I think that 30% seems to be right on the money in terms of being able to carry through a change management process for your organization. And it really starts with the adoption of change management overall. What's your process? How are you monitoring for it? How are you going to track it? How are you going to make sure the change is implemented? And then how are you going to make sure the change sticks with the organization? To me, the latter part of that process is hard for a lot of organizations to figure out and understand how to make a change and how to make it stick and make it something that just becomes a part of your updated processes, right? So I think 30% is right on the money in terms of organizations being able to be extremely effective in their change management processes. And to your point, we can only hope that goes up in 2021. All right. So let's move. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, The emergence of hybrid project management approaches is our fourth project management trend in 2021. PMs and organizations typically pursued all projects according to a single project management methodology. Now, in recent years, project management and organizations they work for have become increasingly adaptable in their approaches. Some have even emerged or merged different methodologies into hybrid approaches that are unique to the needs of their specific project or industry. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off for number four. I believe this topic should actually, if this is ranked in any way, one through six, I believe this topic should break the top three. Now, I've seen it in uh, companies that I've worked for very recently where it's really important to start to adapt. If you are following, for example, a waterfall of approach, starting to adapt that to just be able to keep up right with that rapid change that's happening in each of the industries um, where project management is prevalent. I think companies who haven't switched to a hybrid approach are just going to find themselves left in the dust. Um, and and for, for various reasons, companies are looking to evolve their strategic approach here because number one, maybe they're too slow. Uh, they need to be quicker, more nimble, uh, be able to react to, to things that are evolving. COVID-19 has presented a major challenge, for example, for manufacturers and people who are trying to go speed to market with some of their products. So to be able to change your approach to something that was, I hate to say clunky, but waterfall can sometimes be that kind of slow turtle of all of the approaches, right? To be able to, to at least flip some of the processes and understand where your company can be flexible and go faster. I think that's absolutely needed. And that's why I think this trend um, should break that top three trends for project management. I think it's super important for everybody in terms of being able to just be relevant in the space that we were dealing in, dealing with. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this 
this is definitely a trend. And I think that um, COVID-19 was the catalyst for hybrid approaches. Uh, Many people, organizations were kind of stuck in their work, you know, at work kind of mold. Um, And they were forced to think outside of the box, you know, as far as their approach related to that, which caused some of their projects to move a lot faster. You know, the project of moving everything in a colo now became a quicker, more vital project because we've got to get all these remote workers out and, and get them prepared. So I definitely think hybrid project management is a trend. My only thing with this um, thought process is to make sure that project managers are equipped and well-rounded enough to conduct hybrid approaches. You know, Scrum is great, Agile is great, but if it's done wrong, it's all the way wrong. And oh, so yeah. when you're mixing methodologies, I think it's important to be well-versed in both approaches so that you can give the most value in those hybrid approaches. Definitely point taken. Um, all right. So let's move to our fifth trend for 2021, which is an emphasis on soft skills at the core of a PM's work lies an understanding of people and how to manage them in a way that will yield the best results. For this reason, possessing an effective array of soft skills can be equally as important as possessing the hard skills that are typically associated with the discipline. Effective PMs must be able to anticipate the needs of their team, understand their hopes and motivations, and identify and remove roadblocks before they impact the progress of a project. Brian? Yeah, I think soft skills totally goes out the window as a skill that you need as a PM going forward. Um, It's no longer going to be needed. Everybody's going to be a a remote team worker. I'm just joking. Um, (laughs) I was I like, wow, agree. where is he going with this? <laughs> no, I definitely agree. You, you got to have soft skills. I, I can say this about project managers. You can be certified from here to the moon. If you don't know how to talk with people and understand and empathize with them to remove roadblocks and get things done, you're not going to be effective. Absolutely. So soft skills, 100% is always going to be on every trend from now until they stop creating trends. Um, But soft skills is 100% needed. And and in this field of project management, I definitely think it's a vital skill that you must possess. Agreed. I, uh, Brian, I don't know that if you know this, but the the, my aha moment of you and my connection in our MSPM program was when we both, I believe we both spoke up in a course and we were both emphasizing how important it is to have good soft skills, emotional intelligence, high emotional intelligence. And I remember uh, putting myself on mute and applauding what you were saying about, you know, you can be certified. We can get through this program together and have master's degrees. It doesn't mean you, it, you, you're trained to work with people. And I think that's, that's the key here is that so many more of project management roles are requiring you to have a high emotional intelligence, you know, for you to be able to work with different types of people. And I think the only way I challenge this is perhaps technical project managers still lean heavily towards kind of that silo where they don't necessarily need to have that soft skill so high, but 
I don't know that that's necessarily true anymore. I think you kind of work in a tech space and so do I, and I still see this need for being um, able to work with different types of people, different types of teams. And that's the only way you're going to drive your projects to fruition. Especially in the tech space, you know, nothing against people in tech, but they're not always the easiest people to work with. And sometimes those teams um, get into these, you know, squabbles that you have to step into. And so being able, you know, to leverage those soft skills, I think is, is so vital. Agreed. I totally agree. And I think uh, this for sure is not only a trend in 2021, but I think it will continue through for the next, who knows, and in, 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 in indefinitely, I think. All right. So let's move on to our last and sixth trend for 2021 the impact of artificial intelligence in data analytics. As with virtually every other industry, PM will be impacted by the rise of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and proliferation of data collection and analysis that has characterized much of the 21st century. One impact of AI, for example, will likely be the automation of many administration-focused tasks that currently fall to project managers, including resource allocation, project balancing, and schedule and budget updates, among others. I'm going to kick us off with this one. I would like to call out the word hope and how strong the word hope can be in project management and how, while I agree that this is a trend, I don't know that it belongs on this list. And the reason why I say that is it's, it's a nice to have. I don't know how many companies are equipped to be able to move forward with this and to be able to leverage AI and data analytics. That's the piece I think that I am missing here is that, um, yes, agreed, thousand percent agree that by automating low value add tasks, PMs can focus their efforts and energy on contemplating tasks that most greatly benefit their organization. It kind of goes back to that trend about connecting your project with the strategic vision, right? But if the company is not ready or it just does not have a path to be able to become experts in AI or data analytics, then I, I just don't, I can't foresee how this is going to be a trend in 2021, unless we're talking about maybe some of your larger companies who already kind of have their foot in the door on, on how to leverage this and make a PM's job a little bit more focused on strategy rather than on data. Um, I, yeah, I think this is one where I, I don't know that I agree that this is a trend in 2021. I'm on the exact opposite on this <laughs> one. I definitely think this is a trend. And, and to put it quite frankly, I think this is going to be the catalyst for those companies that separates them from great to good, right? From, from good to great, rather. You know, you're going to have, like you said, some companies who aren't ready to move forward with the AI and the automation and things like that. But this is going to be the thing that separates the organizations, the good organizations from the great organizations. Um, the ability to implement artificial intelligence, data analytics, you know, taking those value, those low value added tasks and finding some way to automate it to where you don't have to go in there every single day. You talk about hope. I am a hundred percent hopeful that this, <laughs> this comes through because 
how, how much of the, I mean, come on, Ann, you can attest to it. How much of the administrative burden falls on the project manager having all this documentation, things that we need, right? There is value in all the administrative tasks, but it's, it's about, you know, half of our workday, right? And if there's an oh, opportunity absolutely. to automate that and allow us to focus, you know, 100% on the issues and moving things forward, I think that's going to be amazing. And it's really going to be telling for the organizations who dive, you know, right into this and the ones that don't, you know, you're, I think you're going to see a great, a great delta between those organizations. And, and look, I, I have no qualms about the actual impact that AI and data analytics will, analytics will have for PM. I cross my fingers every day that, you know, every PM will have this opportunity to be able to leverage it. It's, it, I, I just can't th- help but think, to your point, that there are going to be a lot of organizations who will deprioritize this thinking it's not going to benefit them in the long run. And then this trend then becomes something that sits on the back burner is what I'm concerned about. Um, but again, it's up to, I, for me, I think it's up to the organization to understand the value of a project manager and what we're doing to be able to invest in what they need to amplify AI and data and analytics and give us the opportunity to be able to focus our energy and efforts on some of those larger strategic tasks, right? So um, any other thoughts on this last trend? I know we went over on that one, but I just yeah, wanted to close just, out with my thoughts on it too. Just one more, kind of with that, what you just said, you know, it, it's up to us as project managers. I look at every opportunity that I engage with someone talking about PM to bring the discipline forward. You know, you think about what we're doing here with the Everyday PM, creating a group, creating a podcast where we can push the discipline forward. You know, it's on us. It's on the, the people coming up behind us to push this forward and, and to make sure that the value is there for organizations. And the way we do that is we execute great projects. You know, we have professional project managers who are certified, who understand they all speak the same language you know, pushing this discipline forward. And I think it's on all of us to always uh, represent project management in the best light, but to also educate and to continue to push the discipline forward. Well said. I mean, I think that is the beautiful wrap up that we wanted to kind of capture where we believe we can go uh, within the project management space for 2021 and beyond. And it I couldn't agree more, Brian. It's really up to us to be able to progress that forward. So um, that will do it, though, for our kind of rapid fire a la PTI uh, episode here on the Everyday PM podcast. For those that are listening, let us know what other trends you're seeing that we should be preparing for in 2021 in the project management space. I mean, how do you feel about the six that we discussed today? Feel free to drop us a comment on the Everyday PM blog or within our LinkedIn group, the Everyday PM. Feel free to try to join as a member. We would love to have you join our small community that continues to grow on LinkedIn as well. Um, And you can also follow Brian and I on LinkedIn if you want to chat further on this topic or other Everyday PM topics as well. Uh, Brian, where can folks follow you? I think I dropped that you are on LinkedIn. Any other social media outlets that they can uh, follow you on? 
Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn pretty much every day. Uh, Brian Summons PMP. Let's connect and talk project management. And do us a favor, take a minute to rate and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Apple Podcasts. And for those five of you who have already done it, thank you so much. We are five stars right now on Apple Podcasts. Just want to call that out. Um, and we are also available on other podcasting platforms like Google Podcasts, Anchor, et cetera. So go ahead and uh, tune in from whatever platform you can tune into podcasts on. We are happy to have you within this community. Um, let us know of any other topics that you want to hear us chat about on the Everyday PM podcast. My name is Ann Campia. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to follow me as well. And again, uh, feel free to join the Everyday PM community. So that will do it for Brian and I on this week's installment of the Everyday PM podcast. Until next time, take care. Everybody.